0: Welcome to episode 12 of The Woods Podcast. On this episode, we close out the summer with a recap of the adult-only pool night and the downhill derby races.
1: What's up, B-Dub? Back in the lab, The Woods Pod, August 15th monday night coming at you after after wild weekend how's everybody doing we got richard and ross sitting right next to me
0: it was a great weekend and it is a great night and i've missed the lab it's been like three weeks since we were in the lab
1: yeah i guess that's true
0: the wives took the wheel that turned into a great episode
1: it really did. I think there was some great editing that uh, <laughs> made that episode, but it did turn out pretty good.
0: I didn't really know where they were going to go with it, but listening to it back, I heard I heard quite a few just, like, subtle jabs at us. I disagree, <laughs> Wheaton. Certain tendencies that we had that I didn't notice in the moment, and then after the fact, I was like, oh, okay, I see what you did there.
1: There was probably a few drinks that we had that, made us miss those no doubt in the moment
0: it was a lot of fun having them on not the last time that we're gonna have them on i don't think Uh, it's debatable (laughs) (laughs) they they uh they're probably talking about it on the side like about their second episode that they think is coming up how
1: many times did we give you know give them a chance to prepare for that episode
0: quite a few it's total Quite a few. Quite a few.
1: I mean, uh, granted, it was quite a few, you know, comments in, like, 36
0: hours. But still, we gave them some decent notice. It's total bullshit. We had the text thread going, man. We were like, hey, this is y'all's deal. Wives thread, post-Austin FC game. You guys let it rip.
1: But, you know, also pretty on brand for our wives to just wait until the last minute to really try to throw something together.
0: A hundred percent. And we gave them the wheel, but I should say I had a really hard time harnessing myself from jumping behind that wheel.
2: <laughs> I think that might have showed through a few times. There was a lot of Ross on the editing before. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you right now. You do like a whole separate episode just from the Ross comments. I think I cut out of that one.
0: Uh, little long-winded. A little backseat driving. Yeah, well, you
2: know. I'll tell you right now, though, you're going to hear Jordan and Peggy on this show a lot because there's just gold mine of drops coming from that episode. You're not going to know when they're going to hit. I know. It's going to be a surprise.
1: It's my favorite thing that has happened uh, in terms of this podcast. The drops.
0: It's so big. He's dig. He's digging up all of those, those golden nuggets that have been dropped throughout. Uncle Lenny is the featured drop machine at the moment, but Bam! there's no doubt that J-Dub is coming in hot with
1: it's, a few. J-Dub's coming in hot for sure.
0: And Peggy, of course. We got a whole Larceny lineup on the table right now for all of our whiskey drinkers out there. We've got Again. the Larceny Barrel Proof Batch A, B, and
1: C. Just a little bit. Ooh, nice. A little bit of a vertical,
0: mm-hmm. as
1: they say in the biz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited to do this. I'm still on, on my A batch, you know, enjoying it. Yeah, my then, A
0: batch was a monster as always. And so I'm hoping to make it to C. <laughs> we will see there if go. that happens. There you go.
1: Mr. Richard over there is on B already. What can we get a few tasting notes from you? Comparison notes. Ooh.
2: So I got it I got to give a little bit of a nod to B over A. On A, I got a little bit of a kind of a peanut funk, like uh, boiled peanuts. Think of like a, you know, day at the ballpark. Uh, B is just a little bit more of that kind of brown sugar, a little bit of caramel. Just suits my style a little bit better, but I'm not mad about either one of them.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed the nose on A. And, you know, the palate, I feel like, is what you think about when you think about Larceny Barrel Proof spicy long finish but also rich and I I think that's what really makes this bottle stand out you know I always forget about it it's kind of buried in the back of my collection and I really don't pull it out very often the bottle is actually really good at at least a I mean I have the C but I I haven't gotten there yet I actually couldn't
2: tell you much about it because I don't
1: (laughs) I don't have it very often but
2: yeah. We'll it'll be good to check in throughout the episode. Just revisit it. That's right, we got good drinking on the table and It is
0: officially a school night. We've got all the BW kiddos in their beds right now. Well at least the little ones. And super pro- depressing. Probably all got their outfits laid out, backpacks stuffed.
1: Mm-hmm. School supplies plenty.
0: Yeah, I used to get so nervous on the night before school every year. I was a big nervous Nancy. It's a big day. Yeah, you know what's a little weird about it though is it happened all the way into college.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I would not be able to sleep the night before my first day of classes, which involved nothing but receiving a syllabus. But I would be so nervous every time. I don't know what that says about me.
2: New things. I don't know. Creature of habit. Did you do the first day of school picture all the way through college as well? Like, did you? Was your chalkboard game strong?
0: <laughs>
2: no. No first day of school pics all the way into
0: college. But um, my mom probably asked for them. But yeah, man, I was so nervous. My kids love it, though. They sleep like babies and they pop up at 6 a.m. And they're just like dressed and ready to go my kids had school today for the first day and it was amazing
1: our kids really aren't of age yet richard maybe yours are like you know what i remember of the back to school first day of school is you know as i got older i was always more you know uh attentive to the new clothes you know fresh school supplies maybe a new backpack um all of the details you know because it's a first impression right yeah and mm-hmm. it's kind of a big deal when you're when you're in school yeah and, and that first day back
2: the dodson kids are, are deep into that oh really that that line of thinking i i took both of them to target separately because there was no way we could have done that in one trip right <laughs> i had to take through in the morning and hadley in the afternoon and morning trip was fine but i'll, I'll tell you and and i'm sure others have experienced this by now like target's been cleaned out like it's all gone like just empty shelves Uh, we were lucky to get a lunchbox uh hadley went for a a shirt that she wanted to wear for the first day of school didn't ever size it was uh, a frustrating couple of trips Mm. but but yeah that that's that's what it's all about their age it's making that first impression Mm. the old back to school shopping i wonder if we could maybe institute
0: a new tradition with like dads in the neighborhood that's like Still at work shopping, you know. It's like right around the same time as back to school, where we're just like, "Hey, we're gonna do the whole uh, still at work shopping spree, and just kind of freshen up our game for that uh, for that dad drop off in the mornings." Ooh,
2: that's a good idea. You know, I don't know. Well, you guys get you guys get yourself like a, a new A and M shirt. I'm sure every football <laughs> season, right? Like, there's gotta be something like a, a polo or you know something to celebrate the new season. Yeah, I'm usually scouting the swag
0: come football season. I like to look at the new sideline polos.
1: It wasn't really uh, on purpose, but I have done some shopping recently.
0: Yeah, I think, see, that's the thing is that I think it's subconscious, but we just need to kind of, like, sanction it as a group of dads where we're just like, hey, y'all want to go shopping? School's about to start. (laughs) Like,
1: you want us to go shopping together?
0: (laughs) I don't know. Maybe we just go play golf and shop on
1: Amazon. I think we do... Online shopping and then go play golf. <laughs> yeah.
0: That sounds great because I literally hate shopping. I hate
2: going shopping. Yeah. I'd go whiskey shopping with you too any day of the week. Whiskey shopping is different. Yeah, we could do that. We could we a thousand percent do that. Sure that do that.
0: That would be extremely educational for me, by the way. I probably need to do that with y'all.
1: Peggy took me to Nordstrom on Saturday. Did she? Yeah.
0: Oh. Was she driving that?
1: She wanted bus? me to get a pair of Fashion sneakers
0: Oh I thought you were going to say skinny jeans (laughs) (laughs) Not skinny jeans I mean fashion sneakers is maybe second best But I thought you were going to say Some some skinny jeans No With like some holes in them
1: (laughs) Distressed I refuse To not make my own holes In my pants If I'm going to wear pants with holes I'm making those holes man
0: that's that Rochester New York right there absolutely yeah
2: so we have schools starting back up so I've seen this movie a few times now got one going into freshman year one going into seventh grade and I've observed that parents are really happy when school ends but also really happy when school begins and so I find myself wondering why and which one are you more happy about Mm. have y'all done this enough times now to kind of pick up on that like you're happy both times but they're they're like diametrically opposed mm-hmm. yeah it's for me it's 100%
0: equal excitement for both of them and the back to school part for me is that after what is it 10 weeks of this my kids just need something to do <laughs> like, they have maxed it out swim team anchors the first month of the summer and then that ends and then there's some vacation time. We have events lined up for the summer, but once August 1st hits and we've had a pretty mild summer, but that's usually when the heat picks up and the kids are stir crazy and they've been doing the same thing every day and they need to go do some work Yeah. to be the best version of themselves.
1: The summer flew by by the way. We had swim team and baseball that just ate up june oh yeah and then fourth of july hit flew by and then it was halfway over anyway um i think i might be in a little bit of a different boat school is always more hectic for us because we're you know we've got little ones going to one school and you know weston going to davis and it's you know drop-offs and pickups and and so it's a little more hectic and then you know you've got sports maybe afterwards i don't know it seems more hectic uh so i think i'm on the school being out is better for me but
0: um. i get super excited about the the let out the breakout too because then you just it's like after the grind of school and all that you get to just press the easy button and plus i mean we just experienced it summer in the b-dub is so fun and so you're building to that the whole spring and then you get the swim team going actually before uh, school even gets out and so we're always super excited for the pool days and all the stuff but i
1: get it i mean it's different it's just different right kids are at school not at home during the day and uh it's it's a different
2: it's a different stage yeah. yeah, Back I, to school I think I landed at The same place as Ross Which is 10-11 weeks Is about As much as I can stand Of having my kids Home every day Like They, get, they just gotta go They gotta yeah. go Figure their life out Figure out what they Want to be Give me a break <laughs>
0: Yeah Shout out to All the kiddos Out there Who are gonna have Their first First day of school Tomorrow We got Davis Dolphins And Merkison Matadors and Anderson Trojans and Valor. What are, what are the Valor? Were they the Vandals? We're just going to call them the Vandals. <laughs> um, Austin Classical Mustangs. That's where my kids go. Brentwood Christian. Oh, yeah. We got some Brentwood Christian. We got some Hill Country Christian. Hyde Park Hippos. Yeah, man, we got kids going all over the place around here. A true melting pot of school choice. It
1: really is. Redeemer Rickshaws.
0: Yeah, we'll
2: just call them the Rickshaws. Don't forget about Lhasa. I think they're the llamas, maybe? I don't even know what Lhasa is. It's a magnet school thing, I think. Oh, okay. There you go. Don't fact check me on the llamas. I'm not <laughs> I'm not 100% certain, but sounds right. Well,
1: don't go looking up the rickshaws either.
0: Oh, man. We had a great summer, though. One of my favorite summers to date. Mm. We had the birth of this pod this summer. You know, I didn't think about that. This was a big summer. It was a big summer. It started, I mean, started with the bingo night that just really birthed the pod that night. Mm -hmm. And all the great events. The toilet bandit was on the move, which we need to talk about that. We're going to get there. We had adult only pool nights. We had the camp all stars. We had one of my favorite Fourth of July's ever. Which, sidebar, Balcony's Wedge USA Most Listened To episode on the pod oh. overtook the voicemail?
1: I, I mean, I can only, you know, assume that a lot of people like barbecue, a lot of people like America, <laughs> and a lot of people really enjoyed hearing from Kale and Tyler.
0: Yeah. I think it's the multi-generational factor when you the more people that are a part of the event the more they want to listen in this is like i was there i was there i was in the hot pits yep i was at the hogan party for sure that fourth of july was amazing and let's be honest it just gets better
2: and better every year i thought it was because you guys name dropped bezos (laughs) (laughs) it could have been that just instant credibility for the podcast yeah
0: The Toilet Bandit has been on the loose. We woke up two weeks ago. There was a toilet seat hanging on my front door where the wreath used to be. (laughs) And this was a new move by the Toilet Bandit.
1: Very new move.
0: He's The only thing that we had seen so far this summer was a complete toilet. Yep. Uh various things in the toilet each time. This was just a dirty old seat <laughs> hanging on my door. And of course my kids found it, which was First, ex- which was exciting.
1: They woke up, and they saw something.
0: Oh yeah. Dad, the- what's on the door? <laughs> but of course, since I've let my kids listen to specific parts of the pod, they know all about the toilet bandit. So they knew exactly what had happened.
1: Really? That's yeah. awesome.
0: But the Toilet bandit struck the Berry House and the Wheaton House, which felt like a little bit of an attack on the pod. It's true. Did we get personally attacked? <laughs> it kind of felt like it. I think it was Mendenhall. It wasn't the end of the Toilet toilet Bandits' uh, summer, though, because the Asinto House, right when they got home from Breckenridge, which is amazingly timed by the bandit, whoever he or she is. Toilet showed up at the Asinto house, uh, presumably as a 40th birthday gift to Allison Asinto.
1: Shout out Allison Asinto. Happy 40th. And apparently the toilet bandit wanted to say the same.
0: Yes. Shout out Allison Asinto. Happy birthday. August 3rd was her birthday. And we should just do the birthday shout-outs right now. Yeah. While we're talking about that, we've got Andy Collier. 53 years old. August 7th, he turned 53 years old. I can't back that up, and he's going to be mad at me for that. (laughs) As we mentioned before, though, the summer is over. Upside-down smiley face. And it's always a tough time. Tough time of year.
1: But you know what I like is that we really close out the summer right.
0: Oh man, Do there's a couple different ever? things
1: that have been done, you know, differently over the course of you know, the time I've been in the neighborhood to close out the summer. But this year I feel like we did it right.
0: This year's closeout set a new bar. There is no doubt about that. We talked earlier on the podcast About the exceptional leadership of Shelly Reed.
2: Shout out, Shelly Reed. Shout out, Shelly Reed.
0: Big time, big time leadership skills moving the final adult only pool night to the Friday before school starts. This feels like it might become a tradition.
2: Oh, it's definitely a thing. (laughs) It's (laughs) definitely a thing. It needs to be a staple. By the way we, we can't talk about this Ross without first getting a public apology but I'm, I'm calling you out right now
0: yeah this is this is very deserving very deserving our our kids school has a event that night hopefully that's not annually on that night because that's gonna be super problematic for the rest of my life.
1: You need to call the school administrator immediately and let him yeah or her know
0: yeah I'm gonna get on the 20 20-
1: situation is in this neighborhood
0: I'm gonna get on the 2022 schedule or whoever that is but um, I really I really want to apologize to everyone out there because I was very very late and I'm so excited to he- ask questions because I have heard lots of stories. And let me just tell you before we get into this. We go to this thing at the school, right? And it's this awesome little parent event. We get to go into the kids' rooms and see where they're going to be working, talk to their t- teachers, and and uh, it's a great time with all the parents and, and the faculty and everything. I was getting blown up <laughs> the entire <laughs> time. Okay? We go afterwards for margaritas at Manuel's right across the street from the school. Mistake. Yeah. There was four couples over there and hey, you know, I'm being a good dad and a good husband and I'm along for the ride. There was some great people. The Boyds were there. We had some margaritas. I got five FaceTime calls (laughs) while I was sitting there with total strangers other than the Boyds. And then my wife started getting FaceTime calls. (laughs) And man, we were getting hate texts. You almost made me a liar. When we were driving home from Margaritas, I was like, we have to go up there. We will be outcast from society. We have to go up there, face the music. And also, we have to see what the heck is going on
2: because it feels like there's an emergency your position on this podcast was like like it was in in jeopardy Jeopardy. it was big time in jeopardy
0: oh my gosh I was getting all these text messages from Brian that were you know very fragmented and all ended with sent from Siri (laughs) (laughs) and there was definitely a lot of you're off the pod (laughs) but then I got back on and this all happened before I even showed up so uh, just from my perspective I showed up you know, in the witching hour, so to speak. And it was full rage. So you guys... What time pa- did you, paint su- uh, did the you show us? It was probably 10.30. So uh,
1: See, that right there is just unacceptable. Because yeah. the whole time you were telling me you're going to be a little late. Yeah,
0: I thought we would be there at 9.
1: And I was telling people, I was like, oh yeah, he's just going to be a little late. He had a school thing. You almost made me
2: a liar. <laughs> If not for the brilliance of Shelley Reed, who thought ahead and had the in time extended to 11, right? The, the last two pool parties, they ended at 10. And oh then lifeguards were very clear. Like, we had to go. She saved the podcast with that decision. <laughs> she did. <laughs> well, for me, at least. Yeah, for if, you. If not for that decision by Shelley, you would you would have missed it. Yeah. You didn't even show up
0: in your bathing
2: suit no i didn't have
0: time i needed to get there i needed to salvage what time i had left i needed to salvage some friendships (laughs) and let me just tell you when i walked through the gates all i could hear was people yelling at me to get in the water and and there was uh, there was honestly there was no way that i was not going to get in the water yeah
1: you you may have uh you know left there with a black eye had yeah. you not gotten I in the pool i t-
0: started i took off my watch and i started taking off my shirt and i remember looking over at chico and chico looked at me and his eyes got real big and he goes you bet <laughs> you about to get in that water <laughs> and i was like i think i have to oh my gosh uh yeah man walked straight down the steps into the water there and there we were but uh let's paint the picture and recap this pool night because again I showed up right at the end, and I did grab one of those amazing koozies by the way. Oh.
1: I mean, right from the start of the pool party, I was you know just blown away because you you walk through the gates, and immediately you are greeted at the steps with a table full of koozies that on one side say the woods podcast and on the other side say shout out shelly reed
0: (laughs) you can't beat that
1: you cannot beat that i was so
0: happy i told lane i said lane this is a this is perfection it says the woods pod and even the pod font i was like did you pick this font lenny It is so good and shout out shout out shelly reed which is let's be honest that's the theme of the whole show
2: yeah this this show is a platform to support Shelley Reed and everything that she does. <laughs> That's correct. Right. Uh,
1: we had Garbo's food truck, and I had a phenomenal lobster grilled cheese sandwich. Ooh, really got me through most of the night, mm. right up until seven eleven.
0: Don't f- jump ahead. Don't no, jump I'm ahead. Sorry, like, let's let's save that.
1: I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so I heard the burger was really good. I didn't have one. Um, But Garbo's was a hit. Uh, Some people showed up with their own frozen margaritas. Uh, Mm. Some people showed up with their own fajitas. Uh, You know, it was just a really good turnout all around. Uh, And just everybody was ready to celebrate and bring the summer to a close. And I really appreciated that. We had a lot of good people show up.
2: Mm. shout Shout out Jamie Hogan for those margs. Like she, she, she put some legwork into that. Mm. There was a group text. There were orders placed. She was looking out for the people. Huh. Man,
1: there were there were a lot of uh, there. There's a big. How do I say that? A wide array
2: of generational agents.
1: gap. Generational large generational gap there.
2: Yep. We had Coach Ray's dad. Coach Ray's Coach dad. Ray's dad. Showed up just for an evening at the pool. He had no idea it was adult swim night. Oh, wow. He was like, why are there so many people Boy, here? He had no idea what he was getting into, did he? <laughs> Let me tell you, Coach Ray's dad, he threw himself. like He he leaned in. He had a good time. <laughs> he did. You love to hear
0: it. Hey, I heard that there were uh, some lemon meringue shots there, jello shots. And the L-Wingers, uh, Jay and Christina, they were also giving me the business when I got in the pool, everybody was giving me the business, dude. They were like, Hey, we brought the lemon meringue jello shots, which we know you love. And
1: I think you're you're mistaken. They weren't there? There was no lemon meringue. See, this is why we should have kicked him off the pot. He didn't even know that the Woods podcast actually came through and supplied the jello shots. 100.
2: as promised.
0: Were they lemon meringue?
1: No.
2: No. There was cherry pina colada. What were the other flavors? Strawberry lemonade. There you go. And dreamsicle. Wow.
1: 100 jello shots went like. Just like that. I mean, I was passing those things out and people were just eating them
0: up. Big shout out to you, by the way. Those are great flavor choices. (laughs) Which one was your favorite, Ross? Well, you know, boom, I, did, I didn't. I didn't get one of those. D- didn't get there in time. Sounds like you would have had to be there by six fifteen if you were wanting to get one of those. I, what time did I bring those?
1: Or we brought those around what eight? Eleven 8? Eight? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: that's a pro move. You didn't, don't come out of the. You don't come out of the gate hot. No, that's a no. pro move.
1: And they were gone by like eight thirty.
0: It was quick. Yeah. Everybody needed a bump right in the middle of the party. I was also throwing out uh, fireball
1: minis. Mm. Left and right? Yeah. People were just no hesitation, just throwing them back. I do remember going off the diving board at the end. I was complimented on my dive, my form. Mm. Did you see? Were you there for that?
0: No, I missed that. I was getting lots of texts, though, about uh, whips and bulls. So, can y'all color that up for me a little bit?
1: why in the world do we have a lifeguard practicing his bull whipping pool deck side
0: <laughs> so, sounds like a hazard at the adult only pool night especially yeah I mean that's just
1: completely inappropriate and weird that was like the only thing out of place
2: the rumor around the pool was that his whip was actually made by the same guy that made whips for Indiana Jones I, I don't know if that's true I don't know how you would go about proving that. So, explain this to me. Where was he?
1: Like, right by
0: where all the lifeguards sit. Oh, by just, like, right there, and he was just whipping the air? He just
1: was, yeah, he then, just, he, then he kind of went over to the side.
2: Yeah, sort of near the fence that separates the pool from the playground, like where there used to be grills and stuff. He was just <laughs> practicing his whip. Just working on his stroke.
1: I mean, I've heard about this kid. I don't even know who it is, but I've heard about him. His name is
2: Max I I do know His name is Max
1: Okay
0: And is he good At cracking the whip?
1: I mean he's good At making the sound If that's I don't even know About bull whipping Like is that The whole purpose Is to make the sound?
2: Uh, Oddly enough He did not whip In the direction Of the actual bull That we had there
1: Right Right Had he Done so He may have Popped the bull Fair point It was inflatable (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of which, you know, that thing was intense. Like, that was intimidating. Not many people wanted to even try to get on that thing.
2: You know who wanted to get on that thing really bad? Kara Morris. Did you see her attack that bull? She attacked it. Kara Morris attacked that bull the same way she attacks everything in life. Like, 100%. (laughs) Like, once she decided I'm getting on that bull, she was all in. I I, honestly, like, I, I saw it starting to happen out of the corner of my eye and i looked over i was like oh kara's going for it and lord did she go for it like she jumped at that thing i mean she she looked like wolverine like just she just went for it and she landed it and then once she was on nobody could get her off like she she defeated the bull like we there were like six different women around this bull just rocking it back and forth trying to buck kara morris no yeah
0: you know, I I love that about Kara because she's she's actually she's so sweet and kind and like soft spoken, she kinda chills, but then when she sees something she wants to do, she just attacks it. And she's committed. You know, it's like belly flop. Yeah, I'm gonna go belly do that. Flop. I'm gonna go do it and I'm gonna win it. Yeah. Like, oh bull, I'm gonna go ride that. And I'm gonna ride it for forty eight seconds. <laughs> I really, really wish I could have seen that. Is there video footage of that?
1: I, hope I don't not. think so because
2: I think everybody was in the pool.
0: <laughs> I
2: hope not. <laughs> we'll have to source the lifeguards for that. <laughs> I can only imagine what the lifeguards were thinking. <laughs> so did y'all attempt this? No. I think the only so the only male interactions with the bull that I observed some of the I think it was the lifeguards they got a little bit curious and their curiosity got the better of them but like they were completely by themselves none of the like the adults actually were calling out the lifeguards that it was adult night and they shouldn't have been in the pool Uh, but but a few of them tried it all the same and then I looked over my shoulder at one point and and Rod Deaton was giving that bull the business but like again very much it was a solo endeavor it was just Rod and the bull
0: he uh, he clearly gave it multiple goes because he went at it when I was there, and I saw him belly flop onto the bowl. <laughs> I miss that.
2: Yeah, there there were a variety of approaches when it came to mounting the bowl. I mean, maybe everyone is out there thinking like, yeah, getting on a, a inflatable bowl, of the water is really hard. Like I, I hadn't really given that any thought whatsoever in my life, mm. like, but but <laughs> uh, turns out it's a tricky thing to get on top of, and so Kara's. Kara's approach was by far the most effective. Like, she just dominated it. Uh, Kate Hill tried to mount the bull from the diving board, but she jumped first, and it didn't end all that well. <laughs> A few people tried to just get on from the water. That didn't work. Uh, you you mm-hmm. really had to kind of jump onto it, but you had to jump from the side of the pool. I think the diving mm-hmm. board it was just it was too much. Too much velocity. Uh, bull couldn't withstand it. But uh yeah, Kara by far she had the best the best entry.
0: Man. Well I tell you what, the next day the kids had a great time with that deflated bull that was just floating around the pool oh, on really? Saturday You're afternoon. Still there? Oh yeah. Nobody took it home. <laughs> no, someone pulled it out onto the pool deck and the kids drug it back in. So <laughs> Saturday afternoon at the pool the kids were just floating around on that thing. And I couldn't help it. Remember Rod Deaton just <laughs> belly flopping on him like twelve hours prior.
2: How long do you think it would have taken to blow that bull up if you just used your mouth, like without the you know modern technology and advancements and and pumps? Like if you just if it was just you and the inflatable bowl, are we talking ninety minutes, two hours? Like
1: what I was gonna say four hours. <laughs> <laughs> it had so it looked like it had so many different
2: compartments. compartments yeah, right. Mm. The Bowl was the highlight, for sure. <laughs> Just below the jell the jello shots. <laughs> That's so great. Should we talk about the music? Because I know that was a hot topic from Pool Night 2. Yeah. Ross, did you have any thoughts on the... Dude, oh, wait, the playlist
0: no. was great. I commented on it when I got there. The last, I mean, the last 30 minutes were super hype. I said, whose playlist is this? I think one of y'all told me I thought it was
2: Christina's, right? Yeah. Christina and Kim Truss. The playlist
1: was was great. We had some real we had some throwback uh hip hop and uh it was it was fantastic.
0: Love those 90s 2000s rap. I mean, those need to be just staples at the adult pool parties, mm-hmm. really. That's what I was hearing a lot of when I got there. Baby Got Back.
2: I remember that one was on. Mm. Classic. I remember all the ladies circling up during uh it was the Eminem track, Lose Yourself, oh. and they were just getting after it. <laughs> And then the other thing that is burned in, into my mind I think forever is the the Get Low experience. or the Get oh, Low dance off. That's
0: right. Oh boy. <laughs> Between our wives.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Peggy had to be encouraged. She she, she tried to resist getting low, yeah. but eventually I her broke in, her, down. her instincts took over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Get Low she got. Yeah, we've seen that move. We've seen that move. Classic. Do Man. you remember the, the speakers for a second we thought they were done. The sparks, the incident. Oh my one of gosh! Them, the speakers were sparking. One of them fell off. Of oh the, yeah, yeah. One of them fell off of the the countertop. There was and it the
1: bullwhip that knocked it off the
2: countertop. Yes.
0: We
1: just figured that out.
0: The <laughs> bullwhip got tangled up in the speaker, ripped it off. Sparks flew. Thankfully, no one was hurt. The speaker's fine. It was bumping when I got there.
2: Yeah, I think as long as we don't fact check that one, I think we can go with that <laughs> as what happens. Um, but, you know, Johnny on the spot was Tim Phillips. Apparently, there was a backup power cord. Yeah. He went into the uh, lifeguard shack, emerged the power cord, and the party was back on. So, shout out to Tim Phillips for saving pool night.
1: That's- Nobody knew this, but uh, we we have to add a rule to the pool list of rules that says no bull whips allowed
0: man yeah i could imagine that cracking getting a little annoying
1: it was just more weird it was weird more weird than anything
0: (laughs) uh well that wasn't the end of the night because it was
1: just getting started
0: there was a lot that happened after that and i gotta say this is where my heart really starts to hurt. Good, because
1: it should. You should have had FOMO, like you've never experienced was, FOMO before.
0: It was raging because this party went straight to Seven Eleven. Is this public apology number two? And this is yeah. public apology Not number straight. two. Not and straight to Seven Eleven. Really, 7-11. I'm going to publicly apologize directly to Jacob uh, at Seven Eleven because I feel like he expects me to be there on Friday nights, and I expect that of myself. We all expect you to be um, there. And you know. You guys, I found out from my neighbor the next day, actually drove your golf carts into my lawn, into my front <laughs> door, basically, and shined your uh, your bright lights into my living room. Your neighbor saw that? Yeah, Jason Owen. Oh, really? Shout out Jason Owen for <laughs> keep, Jason. keeping an eye on my prop.
1: He's always but, right there uh, in his garage. Coating. Yeah, the
0: next morning he was like, hey, I saw someone pull like into your front yard, <laughs> but almost like almost like into your flower beds, like into, like kind of into your front door <laughs> and shine their lights. I was like, yeah, I think I knew about when that was happening. <laughs> but man, I missed the 7-Eleven experience and i it sounds like it was the best one of all time. So give we- us a little recap. I've seen this in an s- onslaught of photos and videos, but... So, part of me feels like I was almost there.
1: You know, I don't want to. I don't want to say too much, but I'll just say that. I mean, it had to have been forty-five minutes to an hour—the the total time—in Seven Eleven.
0: That's a good run. That's a good run.
1: And when you're in Seven Eleven for that long of a time, you know it's a good time.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> we checked all the boxes. Apple pie, check, yep, check. Five DiGiorno pizzas, check. <laughs>
0: Although I saw photos of BMO actually. Manning the oven this time, oh, which yeah. was a new—that's—that's that's new. We haven't done that yet, but hey, big props to you guys. This, this is it's see progress. We're, we're making inroads with Jacob. We have made it behind the counter.
1: Jacob completely trusted us at that that point in time.
0: We have made it behind the counter, and that's a big deal. It is. How those DiGiorno's turn out?
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> there are not, you know. There's there's no manual. There's no 7-Eleven manual for putting DiGiorno pizzas into the 7-Eleven oven.
0: Oh really? The, the commercial th- oven wasn't wasn't made for the no, DiGiornos. I mean, you but just kind of had to eyeball it, you know. Uh, you know
1: because the the pizzas that are actually 7-Eleven brand.
0: Yeah, those are that so good. Are
1: supposed to go in that oven? Yeah. You know that's Three Minutes and they're done to perfection, right? Yeah, they're so good, and they're so good, yep. but of course, they were out. You know what? Why are they here's when do we need to
0: call ahead and reserve those? We're
1: gonna know that we made serious inroads with Jacob when he's like putting away a secret stash for us a
0: hundred percent, a hundred percent agree. So, we had Cause to this make, is this is like the second time. Out of the last like four or five times that we've been there, that he's been out of pizza.
1: Yeah, yeah. We we had to make do with what what he had. He he was very accommodating though. I mean, he he knew that we were interested in the DiGiorno and wanted pizza. Like he didn't hesitate, like he has in the past.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we went straight to the freezer and grabbed us a DiGiorno.
0: Yeah, and abandoned his post ab- at the cash register. Yep,
2: they and, were um, they were charred on top yet almost ice cold when you, when you did it. To that. So, yeah. it, was, it was very confusing. I'm sure
0: y'all ate all of them. We started to get Absolutely. the hang of
1: it uh, towards the end, I think.
0: The later ones turned out better. Yeah, Awesome. was four and five. Were there any characters in there?
2: There were a few characters. Um, As is tradition, anyone that was in the store shopping when we showed up, their items were comped. Got to
0: and Friday night, there's always going to be some people in there. Did anyone have their wallet? Well, I,
1: you know, <laughs> just the rookies, just the rookies. I love this part so much. I mean, Richard and I made it a point we before we even got too far down the road. Hey, don't tell anybody our secrets now. All right, yeah, you know, I don't see that's what I'm saying. I don't know <laughs> what I don't want to say too much.
0: Uh, back, so to, back who, to who had the wallet.
2: Uh, That would be uh, Tim Phillips. Oh, made a mistake. Well, well, Tim's biggest mistake was asking if they took Apple Pay. That's
1: true. That's true. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Turns out they do. (laughs) Turns out they do. So this whole wallet thing is going to be a little bit tougher going forward. You have to you have to leave your phone behind as well. Now we can't bring our phones. Right. Oh man. Wow. (laughs) Which is going to make the picture taking harder. Ooh, good. Yeah. So this this this
0: this particular run sounded like quite a bill. You got like five running pizzas. Was there anything on the rolling rack? You
1: know, I I don't wanna like pump Tim up too much because I think we've all spent a bill, you know, close to what this was. David Mendenhall, he he put a a good amount of money down that one night. hmm Tim just complained about it more than anybody.
2: Yeah. Ooh. Oh really? It, it was triple digits. <laughs> did have we never
0: hit triple digits before?
1: I
2: it's haven't hard. been it's on every 7-Eleven run, so I couldn't answer that one.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I don't really pay attention to how many credits I have on my credit card when I go to 7-Eleven. I just kind of throw it down, see what happens. But I will say triple digits is kind of hard to do in there.
2: <laughs> well, at a minimum, I know there were five DiGiorno pizzas, two apple pies, two taquitos, a hot dog, t- hot dog. Probably 12 <laughs> hand cannons. All all the By the way, all of the items... Uh, from the rollers were directly consumed from the rollers. Like, it was from the roller <laughs> to the <laughs> mouth. Like, there wasn't an intermediary step in there no. anywhere. Who
0: was, was was Jacob keeping tabs on that? Or were y'all just yelling it out? Yeah,
2: a,
1: there was a lot of yelling. It was an yeah, honor system. Yeah. You know? I made sure yeah. Tim got all the Tachitos. And then
2: it, it definitely got interesting when it came to the other, you know, customers that were in the store and you know what they were looking to buy that night. I know, one gentleman had a bottle of rosé and some protection. We'll yeah. just leave it at that. Yeah, some protection. It was a uh, he was going to have f- a good good was night. A, a Friday night starter kid, for sure. <laughs> or he was going to be very disappointed. One one way
1: <laughs> could have been could have gone either way.
0: Yeah, he was
1: prepared though. Yeah. <laughs>
0: wow. Well, well, I'll tell you what. That Seven Eleven does bring in some characters, and we're all about generosity. And so. We're here for the people. I'm glad you guys rose up to the challenge.
2: Tim and, was a good sport uh, about it for the was. most part.
0: I'm glad everybody threw their stuff down on the
2: counter there. He yeah. was a little creeped out by the by the gal that came in covered in vomit. But he yeah. didn't handle that yeah. one very well. Ooh. Yeah, that one would creep me out a little bit too. Yeah, she did. She Poor was in girl.
1: rough shape. I'm, yeah,
0: yeah, that's tough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I also heard that you guys were. Uh, trying to get Jacob involved on the tab and he was reluctant at first but then finally he, maybe he settled on some ice cream? Yeah oh, I was just yeah. about
2: to say we, we, we finally hooked Jacob up we told him, well I, I shouldn't say we I think it was Brian Morris, he was was very clear, he told Jacob anything you want in the store it's on us <laughs> Yeah. Jacob went some, went for some bluebell I mean Love that. you can't question that choice No that's a great choice
0: That's a great choice
1: Yeah Bimo made it very clear that Jacob was to put anything he wanted on that tap and you know he was reluctant he didn't want to overstep his his bounds uh, uh, you know by any means but once BMO started pressing he was like okay I'll take some ice cream (laughs) the confusing part was that Jacob proceeded to go to the freezer take out a pint of I believe mint chocolate chip and then just brought it behind the counter
2: you know, didn't start to eat it. Well, he told us this shift went until six a.m. Six a.m. So, I mean, he had time. Yeah, but it's gonna melt in a hurry. I, I, that's what I was concerned about. You gotta give it five to ten minutes to soften up, though. You maybe. can't. You can't get right out. I mean, because 7-Eleven only has plastic spoons. You shove your plastic spoon in a ice cold pint of ice cream, it's just gonna uh. snap. I mean, that's that's an experienced convenience store operator, yeah, maybe right? Maybe you're right. He knows maybe what he's doing.
1: Maybe, yeah. Maybe you just let it sit out for a little bit. He's a pro. All right. I'll give you that.
0: Well, you guys were coming at me hard with the uh, photos and videos, and, man, I woke up to some treats. I got to say, Brian Morris looks right at home
2: with that giant pizza spatula.
1: Yeah. That guy really knows how to work it. not
0: the first time he's done that.
2: 7 Let's be honest. Oven. I hear he's looking into franchise opportunities. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: well... And
0: another epic, memorable night that'll go down in the history books, no doubt about it. And in true BW form, we had another early morning event. Oh, we had a rally. The next day. And boy, did we rally. (laughs) Indeed. We had, we've been talking about this for weeks now, really since the beginning of the summer. But the Dads Donuts and Derby Races um, event was a wild success on Saturday morning. Big, big shout-outs to Colt McCarthy and Daphne McCarthy for all the work and organization that went into this and for all the families out there that built the, the carts There was lots of cars out there. I'm going to say 15 to 20.
1: Yeah, I think I thought I heard a 19 total.
0: Okay. So awesome participation. And Um, many
1: volunteers. I mean, the volunteers showed up and really made things happen. So, you know, we appreciate it.
0: Yes. And this was a, I got to say, this was a full on event. We had cons concessions there, they had the coffee, they had breakfast tacos, they had donuts, all supporting the blue wave, per usual. We had a registration table going where you registered your team. There was merch. There was merch. Uh, There was a merch table. I mean, the BW does not half-ass anything, and the derby races was on par with everything that we do here the ramps were awesome they weren't just pull the kid up the ramp and let him go they were like magnetized with like a a starter noise and they had engines revving in the speakers (laughs) which was amazing and you know what makes these events so great no everything that we do is that people show up and I was thinking about that as I was leaving. What made that event so great is that is all the people that came to watch that weren't even involved, yeah. right? Because you know, if you've got if you got say nineteen carts there, and so you've got nineteen families racing or whatever, uh, you know, you're gonna have fifty people there. Or so I bet there was a hundred plus people at this event for sure. People walking their dogs that ended up stumbling upon this and and enjoying the morning but what a hit this was the first annual and we're gonna go through the results here in a second but this is definitely gonna become an annual thing and I imagine it's going to get bigger and better every single time what a great idea and since the race by the way on Saturday I ran into one of my buddies at Taco Deli later that afternoon and he was like, What are y'all been doing today? And I was like, Oh, funny you should ask. Here's a slow-mo video of Uncle Dan and Uncle Lenny going down a uh, ramp on box carts and my wife and Jan Rosso, which is one of my favorite races, by the way. The moms. We gotta oh, get yeah. more we gotta get more moms involved next time. Shelly got on there. Oh, Shout yeah. out Shelly Reed. Who did she race? Kara uh, Morris. Oh yeah. Oh, duh. Kara Morris and Shelly Reed, great race. But uh, he was telling me that he used to do soapbox races when he was younger. This is like a thing. I didn't even know about this, but um, apparently people get into this stuff. I'm pretty excited about the annual BW uh, Derby races. and I
1: mean, the, the best thing about it was that like nobody really knew what to expect. You know, Colt put so much effort into it luke played a big part daphne played a big part everybody those they put so much effort into it and really made it such an amazing event but then you know everybody else you know put in a, a lot of effort too and everybody was excited to be there and nobody knew what to expect but then it just turned out phenomenal i mean we had tim doing the starter just like at the pool, he was barking orders at the everybody. Na-
0: the neighborhood starter.
1: Yeah. Um, and then we have so many ideas. So many ideas. For the, for next time. Which, yeah. by the way, you know, I kept hearing that we wanted to do it in the fall next time. Or yeah, somebody I'm, said that.
0: I, yeah, and, and I'm just going to say, I like it right where it is. Yeah. I think it's such a great event right now. right before school starts and there's nothing there's nothing going on right now like it's if you if you get into the fall and you get there's always tons of events in the fall you've got football games you've got you know a lot of distractions this is like the perfect time yes it's going to be hot but um you know we'll be prepared next time we get some tents out there this thing's just going to get bigger and better and i think we leave it right where it is we finish off the summer with the derby cart race because you got all summer to build it too yeah, i
2: really like that idea yeah that's a great call yeah no i, I had that specific conversation with a couple of dads oh, like, really? this is the perfect time because everyone's like yeah you know swim season's over soccer's over. like you're, you're transitioning from you know sort of summer sports to sp- uh, to fall sports and so you just kind of have this window where there's, like, nothing going on. and Not this... many
1: people are vacationing that weekend That's right, right before school starts. That's right.
2: hmm
0: yeah. Everybody's in town. You're going to get tons of involvement. And I got to say, now that everybody's kind of got, like, their prototype and their frame built, and they've kind of seen some of the other carts and the ones that were successful, there's going to be a lot of closed gar- garage tweaks going on. Yeah, for the next one,
1: I will have a sheet over my <laughs> car for the inter- and I'm gonna do so many mods. Y'all have no idea. Yeah,
0: yes, there's gonna be some souped up soapbox derby cars, and I'm excited to see what people do. You know, Colt told me that the 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 parameters that you work with it it's just the wheel width the size of the wheels and you can't be over 40 pounds. but other than that you can pretty much do anything you want I'm so, going
1: all space grade aluminum next year <laughs> I, I don't know I don't know I, machi- I dare anybody to try to beat that
0: I love I love that idea but there I'm there's definitely
2: going to be some souping up of the derby cars and well there was some souping up of the derby cars like in real time uh, you know, we, we probably need to talk about sort of the results before we get into some of the particulars. But we had one family in particular that just kind of jumped into the modification game sort of in the flow of the event.
0: Yeah, there's no reason to wait on that. We saw Luke Metzger over there just breaking things down on the side in the pits over there making making real-time mods yeah we need to get into this
1: i need to hear exactly what he was doing because we might
2: have to throw a disqualification at him (laughs) him if he's out of line
0: yeah richard you got the results
2: over there let's give it a rundown all right so we'll we'll get into the results and then we'll get into mesker gate uh so (laughs) i'm just gonna rattle off first second and third by age group we're gonna go fast um so six and under we had tate schrader henry moore and Rex Berry, coming in third. Uh, seven and eight, we had Abby McCarthy, Campbell Morris, and Bean Mezger. Nine and 10, we had, you're gonna hear Mesger a lot, and that's gonna lead to the next topic. Nine and 10, we had Blair Mesger, followed by Landry Morris, followed by <laughs> Annika Elwinger. 11 and 12, we had Josie Reed, Blake Mesger, and Jack Delker. In the 13, 16 category, setting the course record was Bailey Mezger followed by Cale Hogan and Gunnar Frank, and in the 18 and up division, Amanda Easter, Kara Morris, and Shelley Reed. In addition to all of those uh, accomplishments, which were based on time, we had three awards for cart construction and decoration. Winning Best Paint was Team Mendenhall, Best Craftsmanship was Team McCarthy slash Morris, and Best Original Design, Team Moore big props to all the winners and
0: lots of Metzger awards in the derby kart race this year and you know the guy works in construction but i don't think that everyone knew that you could do mods right there in the pits in real time i'm not sure what he was doing did y'all see what tools he was using
2: for sure, he had a battery-powered circular saw that he pulled out <laughs> after the first cart run. And he was taking things off, and, you know, when I called him out on it, I mean, I think the carts were inspected before the race, is my understanding. Oh, yeah, so this was post-inspection. This was post-inspection, and there okay. wasn't a re-inspection, or at least if there was, I didn't see it. What and was he doing? He was taking, like, taking chunks of wood off of the back axle. Yeah. <laughs> And when I called him out, I was like, hey, what are you doing over there? He's like, uh, it's, it's fine. I'm, 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 I'm removing weight. I'm removing weight. It's okay. Don't, don't worry about it. That's but the
1: thing that's weird is that you would think that that wouldn't be the play, but maybe he figured something out.
2: Yet every single one of his kids were on the podium. <laughs> and Bailey set the course record against racers that outweighed her by a good, you know, 30, 40 pounds. Like she was faster than the adults. Which, hey, speaking of podiums, by the
0: way, next year, can we get an actual podium out oh. there and, like, shake up some fizzy drinks oh, and make yeah. the kids just that needs spray to happen. them all we're, over
2: the place? We're going to get to 2022 ideas here in a second. <laughs> there's a there's a long list, and the podium is, is on it. I cannot
0: wait to see that. There were three cars that were clearly superior. We had the Dano, was it the Flash Mob? Flash Mob, yep. The car was, I think... Was it undefeated, or was it like seven and
2: one? Or I know at one at one point they had run five or six in a row without losing. They went five and zero oh to start. Someone beat them, and it was later in the day. I, I don't remember the specific race. I think they 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 lost once.
0: Yes, great construction there. Um, Colt, the McCarthy and the Morris combo car was an exceptional derby cart, also fast. And then of course the Mesker. And the, those were the three fastest carts on the course, is and, what my eyeballs told me.
2: And Mesger and McCarthy went head-to-head, like, and, yeah. and we're talking about the elder Mesger and McCarthy. And, uh, you know, Mezger took it and trash-talked along the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There's going to be
0: some rivalries brewing in this uh, derby cart race, and I can't wait to see that evolve.
2: There was something with the wheels. Like, you, you, the, the fastest cars definitely had the larger wheels. There, there were a couple of carts, you know, where they did they he have went all 10 inch wheels. I think so. I yeah, think I so. know
0: but, uh, Dan and Lane's carts had 10 inch wheels that all the fifth grade girls were riding on. That, that was 10 inch wheels on front and back. Is there a rule on like type of wheels or th- they, is it just the size? I think it's size.
2: But but there was a cart that some of the older boys were using, and they clearly didn't follow the seven-page PDF. They did their own thing, and I'm, I'm sure I'm sure it passed inspection and all those things. But they they were not rewarded for going off script. That that yep. cart struggled. I don't think it won a single race. Yeah, I
0: saw he was almost like leaning back, kind of like a luge. Yeah, his form was impeccable. Yeah, I loved that, and they had the racing jacket on yeah. and the helmet. Who was that driving that? It was uh, it was a Burgess. Yeah. Yes. Godly, he looked like a total badass on that thing. Just, so, just kicked back.
1: I definitely saw or noticed that, you know, Colt's uh, axle, or I guess, yeah, I guess it would be the axle. He didn't use the, you know, stock, um, lag bolts that everybody else did. Oh, interesting. He had some something else going on in there, like and some rhodi-
2: rhodium plated. Lag bolts, maybe. Yeah, or I think that's. Tungsten.
1: I don't even know what those are, but I think that's <laughs> what you. That's what we're working on, and, and and so you know that was one thing that I saw. Like, all right, we are playing checkers and they're playing chess over there. Yes. You know, we're gonna have to really hone in on. Now that I know what I'm up against, mm-hmm. I've got 365 days to do all of the research, and then. I might even build another car mm. because, you know, Colt had the idea that we do an open division where there's zero specs and, you know, rules as to dimensions and weight and whatnot. Oh, boy. And you just do whatever you want. Mm. That how, would be
2: pretty how fun. How fast can you get down there Yeah. on well, wheels? On On that note, talking about how fast, that's kind of a good segue into... 2022 ideas because at the top of the list, and had I given it any thought at all, I would have done this, you know, for this year. I would have suggested it, but we got to get, we got to relocate those speed limit signs. We got three signs in the hood that will tell you how how fast you're going. And I know for a fact you don't have to be in a motor vehicle because it it clocks me while I'm walking. Yeah. Right. So, like, it tells me, you know, (laughs) whatever, four, five, six miles an hour. It it for sure would pick up a Derby (laughs) car. And it was a total miss not to have those mounted on the power poles at the bottom of the hill, that would have added a whole nother level of just, you know, authenticity and excitement. So that's, that's probably number yeah. one for me, closely followed by, we got to get some hay bales. We, yeah, we, some of these younger kids, you know, with, with the next 365 days that we have to sort of, you know, figure this out. There, there's a, there's, there's some cart work that can be done. And there's also just some like learning how to drive a, a derby car work that needs to be done. We, we, uh, Matt Gibson's uh, I don't know if it's his youngest or one of his racers basically just got real intimate with a, uh, a barrier uh, he took a hard right onto Madrid and just rammed into that thing and and for a second I thought we were gonna have a real problem I mean I he, he was fine but um but yeah the, the younger generation they're still they're still figuring it out so maybe steering
1: is a huge deal yeah and You know i thought that maybe you know my kids would be fine um if i left the steering you know pretty loose colt if you looked at colt's car it was like he recommended that eighth inch gap he didn't have any gap in between the steering (laughs) blocks and uh it was pretty much in place you you pretty much couldn't steer it um, and and i feel like that was another you yep. know, modification that I tried to make on race day but when i realized that my steering was way too loose and then i split some of the blocks and it just was kind of a mess
0: on a straight course you don't you don't really need it you no. don't need much more than an eighth and we definitely had some big gaps in there then the kids the kids like to yank especially when things get a little squirmy yeah, and straight into the curb. Schrader, Schrader's, uh, Schrader's car got taken out. He had a he had a wheel bolt that totally bent. But big shout out to Schrader. He cut that thing off and went back to his house and had a backup bolt, and he got that car back in action. And Tate made the podium. Yeah, he
1: killed it. He was on the top of the podium. Yes, sixteen seconds to Rex's third place, forty eight seconds.
0: Yeah. I wonder if that was pre or post repair, but big shout out to Daddy Schrader, man, because he was he was quick on his feet,
2: got that got that wheel back on there, and I watched the whole thing happen. You know the other thing you probably don't need in a straight line race are cones. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the double yellow line probably would have sufficed. Probably enough. Speaking of hay bales, though, I bet the show goat folks might have some that we can borrow.
0: Oh, for yeah. sure. They they need to be
1: uh, asked. To donate the hay bales,
2: I think they should slide into our DMs. Just let us know they if they've got a hay guy. Like, I'm happy to connect with them. Certainly, yeah. they've got a
0: hay guy. Yeah, and you know we don't we don't need the hay bales like really all the way down.
1: We I just think we need them all the way down on the curb line and the middle line. Oh, because well, that'd there be were a lot of hay
0: bales, but but
1: we probably need 200 hay bales. We can space them out too. But there were some there were a number of times when cars crossed through the cones and took out the other car.
0: Yeah. Yeah. N- hey. No injuries that we know of. Couple, a couple scrapes and bruises. Scrapes and bruises, but no no broken bones. Success. Yeah. I would say that was a wild success.
1: We didn't get yelled at by any neighbors that I know of for shutting down the road. Mm-mm. Um, worked out pretty well. So, so <laughs>
2: thinking ahead to 2022, just a, a few more ideas. We, we <laughs> each have a, an amazingly long list of improvements <laughs> for an event that was actually exceptionally managed and run. But uh, nonetheless, like we're, we're thinking big. and So just kind of rattling off a few of these. There's a couple that I would just, I guess I would describe as missed opportunities. And at the top of that list, we did not stage the battle for Bar Allegro. We did not have a Barry race at Gibson. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's got to be fixed. It, yeah. Quite frankly, like I asked you and Matt to race on the day of, and you both turned me down, and I'm a little disappointed <laughs> in you. Yeah,
1: like, no, I, I hear that. I just did not... It didn't even cross my mind to build the car to support me, <laughs> and I was very skeptical that that car would support me. So next year, I'll be ready. This
0: is like competition central over here. Like every time we come by here we've got we've got berries and Gibson squaring off in <laughs> football or basketball and you know what, actually, since we're talking about it, I I came by here uh, later in the day and they were having their own derby race over oh, yeah. here in Allegro Cove. They built their own ramp and they were racing the cars. That's so. that's how
1: much of a hit it was. I mean it didn't end after <laughs> yeah. the race. I saw
2: that. That was awesome. Uh, another missed opportunity: a podcast banner, which has just generally been MIA. But I mean, tell me, there's not a better spot to mount that thing than the Mesker's long fence? Like, oh man, the Mesker fence or the is finish perfect. line? Or the finish line? Great. That's maybe both. Maybe we need I a actually, second banner. I actually
1: thought that banner was going to show up at the adult pool party.
2: It should have been at. It, it should have been at both events. Yeah. Rosso Roso has the banner in his garage. I don't know. Yes, that's been confirmed, and uh, he's 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 missing a lot of opportunities with <laughs> it. I'll just say that.
0: <laughs> Better step it up, Rosa. Uh,
2: we are going to lose about control. The podium, right? Well, yeah, we, we're going to have a podium. Uh, we talked about having everyone chug milk. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sort of an Indy five hundred tradition. Also, probably lends itself to recreating the infamous anchorman scene yeah milk was a bad choice
0: love that love uh, that oh there was talk of a there was talk of a betting sheet Ooh. Um, it, for if we, any of the dads and moms that want to get in on, on some of the action
2: if we're not placing wagers on next year's derby races then we've all failed yeah
0: we gotta uh, somehow I don't know how we're gonna do it we gotta figure out a way to handicap them
1: well there needs to be so you know if we push the start time back, it's just going to get hotter. However, yeah, maybe I guess it could, we could do it the night before. Time where We put you know, all the cars out. That's what out. they
0: do on these races. They have they have time trials the day before. Or the, I was
1: just going to say you could put all the cars out. You can go look at them and go look at them mm. and inspect
2: them for yourself. That's
0: that's not a bad idea. I think that's go look at them. We can
2: kind of build out and the, then you place bets. The night before. But then you have to pass a rule that says you can't make any modifications. No modifications.
1: Metzger cannot be out there with a circular saw.
2: (laughs) You know. I support it. Hey, listen,
0: as the neighborhood bookie, I think what we might have to do is a live betting situation. We see the carts in action, the odds change. In real time, based on how they're performing, mm. everyone will probably start out in a minus one ten situation.
1: All cash. I, I want to see so many <laughs> two cash do- bills, specifically two dollar bills. Yeah, two dollar bets only. Exchanging hands.
0: Maybe we don't do a bet sheet at all. You just every, everyone just gets a handful of twos. Yeah, and you just go to town.
1: <laughs> I want to see so many people with two dollar bills yeah. up in the air forget, in their hand, waving them back and forget forth. Forget
0: the odds. You just You just break out the $2 bills. Um, One thing that I thought, and this is actually Andy Collier's idea, but this was kind of smart, is everyone was kind of congregating at the front of the race, but I almost wonder if the crowd shouldn't be at the end of the race. Because that's where you get to see the finish. We could maybe put some bleachers down there Maybe have some tents down there that you can sit under in the shade.
2: VIP section.
0: A VIP section.
1: It's like just that. hard all though. All proceeds to the Blue Wave. I think it's just hard because, you know, the dads all had to be up at the starting line helping the kids.
2: I was gonna say, if you're Adam Boyd, you were at the you were at the start and the finish. <laughs> <Yeah. Because laughs> every time one of his kids was racing, he just he ran and was just shouting at them. Oh man, just yelling! What do you think he was yelling at them? I couldn't tell. All I could hear was just yelling. It was guttural, whatever it was. I think there was maybe some instructions about steering or going straight, but...
0: Yeah. That was hysterical. That man is full of intensity. Shout out, Adam Boyd. Shout out, Adam Boyd. Just
2: a fierce competitor. Yes. When he raced, because of course he raced, Uh he had a football helmet (laughs) on. (laughs) That's right, he did.
0: Yeah. That's right, he did. We also had a... uh, I didn't know this was going to happen, but Bloody Mary Bar down at the finish line? Wait. That was big time.
1: There was one?
0: There was a Bloody Mary Bar at the finish line. Gosh,
1: I totally missed that.
0: In the Collier's front yard.
1: That's what happens when you've got kids (laughs) and they consume These you
0: teenage, now that i think about it everyone at the finish line has teenage kids <laughs> and yeah. so they were all down there with the bloody berries it's the same the thing che- as a pool yeah right that's it's very much like the pool we're all up there staring down the hill going
2: my goodness like how much fun they're having uh, let's see like getting down to the bottom of the list uh we had a request for theme music like entry music like they do in uh, MLB uh-huh. games, where like each racer gets to pick their own. Oh, yeah, a walk-up song. That, that's going to that's gonna stretch the event out quite a bit, though. Yeah. So uh, we're going to have to think about that one. I uh, don't think
1: Tim would let that fly.
2: Yeah. Someone suggested a smoke machine that maybe is, like, throwing off smoke as the ooh, racers ooh. are coming down yeah. off the ramp. But yeah. I, I don't know if that would help with the steering situation.
0: Yeah. I don't hate that. But I do think maybe what we could have it to not slow down the races is just Right at the beginning we introduce all the teams and they walk through smoke mm. and we kind of they kind of come out and do a little little flex, little yeah. pose. We get the team photo. That's on good. to
2: the next. Yeah, and we they each get their walk up song right then. Yeah, we could riff on that, but I think that's the right direction. And then someone someone wanted to go really big and suggested a full-on carnival, right? So like the Meskers. <laughs> the Meskers front yard sort of I think of, that was me. Yeah. It definitely was. The Meskers front yard sort of bleats into the green belt yeah if you want to call it that and uh, so some of the ideas that were thrown out uh, slip and slide a bouncy house inflatable pools and a dunk tank so I mean, you just turn it into a whole yeah just a whole circus anyone out get there the show goats who had, out there anyone
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyone out there who had a had a sweaty red-cheeked crying three-year-old knows what I'm talking about we needed just a little bit of water activity over there on the side for them to bounce around in. And since, since, if we're going to do this August thing, which I think we should, we just get a little water activity going, man. Some slip and slides. No big deal. Love it. Petting zoo with the show goats. God, we got so many add ons. This is. Thank you to the McCarthy's. You guys, you guys gave this neighborhood a new tradition. And. The legend's only gonna grow. So the, that was such a great time.
1: I mean, we could go forever, right? We got uh, the open category. Did we already talk about that? A little bit. But then you throw in the obstacle category. <laughs> so you then you know you put obstacles on the track, kind of like a slalom ski race. That's where you have to like loosen up the steering. Okay. And. You know, you've got to dodge some things. Yeah, so you it's go not over downhill
0: anymore. We're, we're going around cones. You got to
2: uh, go over a few ramps. Ooh, I Wh- could
0: I could get I could get
2: fun. What about racing for pink slips? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that.
2: That's pretty good. <laughs> We should,
0: we should all show up with pink slips for our <laughs> cards next
2: year. Do we need to explain what that means for our younger listeners? No, they can Google that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fair
0: enough. Or don't Google. Or don't. Don't get on the internet. Younger kids.
1: <laughs> but I like that idea. A lot.
0: <laughs> no doubt.
1: Teach these kids some life lessons.
0: Yes. What an awesome 2021 Summer. As always, the BW is not done. It's a never ending magical ride, and the pool season is not completely over. We'll be open on the weekends for another few weeks, so hopefully, we'll have um, some more good pool time up there. And we've got some fun events coming up. Early October, we're going to have the Country Western Dance family night. We're going to have a band, dancing, games. And then uh, in November, we get the chili cook off and, and football. And of course, we're going to have a big barbecue for Halloween. And the fun never stops in the B dub. Um, but this weekend was super special. Kids, it's all about the kids, man. So yeah. many smiling faces on Saturday morning. And the parents rallied big time. Shout out to all. The parents. Yeah, and, and, you know,
1: I just, I got so many, when I would tell people about this outside of, you know, the neighborhood, you know, they would, they would say, oh my, and, you know, I sent pictures to my friends and people, and they're like, your kids are going to remember this forever, and I was like, you know, it kind of made me feel really good about myself, <laughs> yeah. because I think that's true. I agree. I think that, you know. Yes. This is something that they'll they'll remember for a long time, especially if we keep doing it. And not many people can say that they, you know, entered into a derby race
2: right. every year, no doubt. And even though it required all of us to rally, I, I love the idea of the adult pool party the night before the the derby race yeah because mm-hmm. it's like something for the parents and then something for the you know the kids in the broader community mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was like the one-two punch that just had that neighborhood that had the whole neighborhood buzzing right like yep you know we we this is our second tour of duty in the in the b-dub and you know i, I can remember like kind of once upon a time i was like yeah swim team is great but once swim team is over like that's kind of it until school starts and like this is that kind of second peak of summer and you kind of keep those things linked Mm -hmm. and it's it's a it's it's the perfect capper to like summer which is what makes this neighborhood so great yeah it
0: kind of reminded me of the third of july pit party straight into the morning parade right (laughs) (laughs) so you get the adult fun and then straight into the straight into the kids fun with the floats and everything
2: by the way straight from uh straight from from shelly reed the shout out shelly reed shout out shelly reed the October event is uh, it's 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 October second and has been rebranded the BW Boot Scoot.
0: Oh, love that! That's got Lane Reed all over it.
2: <laughs> yes, boom, <laughs> big boom. I think the inflatable bull is likely to make a comeback. Oh man!
1: By the way, I've got uh, my kids specifically Rex. He just walks around all day and he's like what's up b-dub
0: <laughs>
1: and then he's, oh man we got to
0: get him we got to get that drop we he's let also
1: he's also saying boom but it sounds like bam he just walks around and he's like
0: bam boom. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get rex doing one of the intros for us for sure we got weston on that one episode four i love that we'll have to get rex on no doubt This has been a fun episode, man. I knew this was going to be good. We had so much to recap. And hope everyone has an awesome first week of school. And we will see you up at the pool the next couple of weekends. And fall is here. I can smell it in the air. Football season is near. And october coming up my favorite month of the year
1: send us your stories i want to hear parents i want to hear uh nightmare stories i want to (laughs) hear you know positive stories i want to hear from the from the kids oh yeah you know what happened the first week of school i want to hear details
0: yeah just flood the social media the woods pod on instagram with uh first day of school photos please we want to see all of those
2: Hey, just chasing this uh, this idea of a bet sheet. We said an over or under on a number of first day of school picks. On, the, uh, on Instagram or on Facebook. I know you guys aren't big on social media, but it, it's a big number. For our uh, followers? From, from just, our in followers? The hood. just in the hood. In, in the gen- hood. In the hood in general. Oh, man. Yeah, That's going to be 150 or so. Yeah. I was thinking 151 and a half. <laughs> that's, probably a, that's probably a solid line. I'm taking the over. Yeah. Feels like a good bet. Everybody's doing that.
0: All right, boys. Loved this larceny. I only made it to be. Are you serious? Yeah, but we're going to end our record here, and I'll drop a little C in my glass.
1: <laughs>
0: um, it's subtle differences. Yeah. You can
1: really actually, you know, taste the, the differences from each. Release.
0: Yes. What episode number is this?
1: Twelve.
0: Episode twelve.